Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. The theme is big weeks. First, a big week for Joe Buck. He was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame on Saturday night. This week, he will be the final guest host of Jeopardy! A big week for baseball. It's Field of Dreams game is in Iowa on Thursday night. Yankees, White Sox on the same field from the memorable 1989 movie. So your theme of big weeks will continue with your morning buzzcast for Monday, August 9th. Good morning, I'm Abe Matcor. Hope everybody had a good weekend. Well, the Tokyo Summer Games are completed. Congratulations to the organizers and the IOC. The games at more than $15.4 billion, the official cost of the games, were the most expensive games ever staged. But we have to consider them a success. While we know the viewership numbers were very soft, over the two weeks. We'll have final numbers in the next few days. It is really quite remarkable how they were able to successfully produce these games. While COVID was a steady narrative throughout the two weeks, they were really able to successfully contain the virus. Just over 400 COVID infections were confirmed among around 200,000 people working at the games. So organizers have to be incredibly pleased by that number. It was also a successful Olympics for the U.S. team. U.S. athletes leave Tokyo with more than 100 medals for the fifth consecutive Olympics. Swimming, track and field, gymnastics, and basketball accounted for 65 of the 113 medals for the U.S., 113 medals, the most by any country. A big gainer in this Olympic Games for the U.S. team? Wrestling. Wrestling went from three medals, including two golds in 2016, to nine medals in Tokyo. So a good story around the U.S. wrestling team. Also a very good story around U.S. women. How successful were they? The U.S. finished the games with 66 medals in women's events, the most ever for any nation. That's right, the most ever for any nation. So congratulations to the women's national team. Women's medals made up almost 59% of Team USA's total, and U.S. women won 23 gold medals. This also marked the fourth consecutive Summer Olympics in which U.S. women won more medals than U.S. men. So a very good story around women athletes who I think will inspire the next generation of female athletes. So way to go. That's an excellent story for the U.S. Olympic team. Meanwhile, the 113 medals won by the U.S. team is slightly fewer than the 121 medals which were won in Rio in 2016. After the United States in the medal count were China, Russia, and Great Britain. And now, I know you're not holding your breath for this, but now there are 179 days until the Winter Olympics begin in Beijing. But we close the curtain on the Tokyo Games, and congratulations again 
to the athletes and the organizers. Let's shift to the NFL. It was a big weekend in Canton for the NFL as the Pro Football Hall of Fame inducted two classes. They had their Hall of Fame game on Thursday night, the class of 2020 on Saturday night, the class of 2021 on Sunday night. I was there on Sunday, my first time in Canton for the induction enshrinement weekend. A really fun event, a really fun weekend. If you can get there, I thoroughly encourage it. And the move by the Hall of Fame to limit speeches to eight minutes was refreshing and a brilliant move. You heard some very, very heartfelt speeches all weekend. Edron James's speech on Saturday night was fantastic. Peyton Manning's was great last night, but throughout, all the speakers really delivered the goods. All the speakers I heard, they talked about the values of football and they pledged to do all they could to keep the game successful and strong. Again, it's a great weekend. If you can get to Canton, it's a definite celebration of the NFL. It's a definite celebration of football. Speaking of celebrating, big celebration in Nashville over the weekend. We have talked about how Nashville is one of the hottest sports cities in America. There's a groundswell of interest around the Nashville market from sports properties throughout the United States. Over the weekend, IndyCar made its debut in the market, and by all accounts, it was a big success. The inaugural Big Machine IndyCar Music City Grand Prix. Try saying that five times. It showed well on TV. Most reports are calling the debut a mix of motor racing and a party. But over three days, more than 100,000 people descended on downtown Nashville over a very hot weekend. But IndyCar officials have to feel very good about bringing their product to a new market and having success in Nashville. We talked about Barstool Sports possibly getting into more sports programming. And Barstool Sports founder Dave Portnoy tells SI that the company is in talks with a major sports property about broadcasting some games on Barstool Sports. Remember, the company announced a deal to broadcast the Arizona Bowl, and we figured other sports properties would be interested. Portnoy would not say which leagues they are in talks with, but said that Barstool Sports is considering such a deal. Now, this doesn't surprise me. Properties would be very interested to be in front of the Barstool audience as they look to grow their fan base. So keep an eye on Barstool Sports and additional sports programming. And we'll finish the buzzcast around people. I remember a conversation I had with former ACC Commissioner John Swafford about six years ago. I asked him who was an up-and-coming staffer who could be a future star as an athletic director. He thought for a minute and then told me to keep an eye out for Desiree Reed Francois, who was at Virginia Tech at the time, working under athletic director Whit Babcock. Well, she became UNLV's athletic director in 2017, and now news broke over the weekend that Desiree Reed Francois is leaving to become athletic director at the University of Missouri. She will become Missouri's first female athletic director and become the SEC's second female athletic director after Vanderbilt hired Candace Lee in February of 2020. So the SEC becoming more diverse in their athletic director rank. So congratulations to Desiree Reed Francois, one of the really effective leaders in college sports. No word yet on any succession plans for her at UNLV. So that is your morning buzzcast for Monday, August 9th. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody has a great start to their week. Stay healthy. Be good to each other. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. 
At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.